0: The Now That's Healthful podcast is hosted by Dr. Cassandra Christensen, RDH, MPA, EDD, an associate professor in the College of Dentistry at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center, and Dr. Lisa Beasley, DNP, APRN, family nurse practitioner and assistant professor in the College of Nursing at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center. This collaborative podcast, Now That's Healthful, is an independent endeavor and any opinion expressed by the hosts are not necessarily the opinions of the University of Tennessee or its affiliates. All Now That's Helpful podcast content is created and distributed for information purposes only. Discussion among the hosts and guests is not intended to be used as health or medical advice. Please seek care from your health care provider, or if you think you have an emergency situation, seek attention from your local emergency service or facility. Hello and welcome to the Now That's Helpful podcast. It's a podcast about health and healthy living. I am Dr. Lisa Beasley, a family nurse practitioner, and I'm here with my co host
1: I'm Dr. Cassandra Christensen, and I am a dental hygienist.
0: All right. So today we have three, if you include myself, of the University of Tennessee Health Science Center College of Nursing faculty who received a rather sizable grant, from HRSA. And for those of you who don't know what HERSA is, that's the Health Resources Services Administration. Um, it's an advanced nursing education grant to increase the number of sexual assault nurse examiners. And those are otherwise known as SANE nurses. So if you hear us say SANE or refer to something SANE, that's um, what the grant was uh, given to fund the education of and increase those Uh, SANE nurses to be certified, so that does stand for Sexual Assault Nurse Examiner, and it is a $1.5 million grant, I might add, over the course of three years, and we'll get more into the bones of that, but I'd like to introduce first uh, the principal investigator, Dr. Andrea Sebastian. She is a DNP and a PNP, which is a pediatric nurse practitioner. Uh, Dr. Sebastian is certified also as a pediatric SANE and she's been a pediatric child abuse nurse practitioner for seven years at Le Children's Hospital in Memphis. And we also have a co-investigator on the grant with us, Dr. Christy Manasco, she's a PhD RN, and she's a resident of Jackson, Tennessee. She joined the University of Tennessee Health Science Center College of Nursing faculty as an assistant professor in July of 2020. Her PhD is in nursing education and administration from William Carey University in 2017 is when she got that. And she has more than 25 years of experience as a registered nurse with practice areas in medical surgical, home health, oncology, palliative care, and hospice nursing. Uh, Dr. Manasco maintains registry status as an oncology palliative care hospice nurse for West Tennessee Healthcare. And that's there in Jackson, where Jackson, Tennessee, just in case people are not in this state, where she helps teach the chemotherapy certification course. So I, we welcome you ladies uh, to this edition of Now That's Helpful. We appreciate you being here with us. Thank you. Yes, welcome and
1: congratulations on this HRSA grant. That is a big deal. And, um, and I've never heard of a SANE nurse. So I'm very interested in this conversation.
0: Absolutely. So I will ask first... First, excuse me, if uh, one of you can briefly describe the details of this grant, just so we can get everyone on the same page of what we're going to be talking about today.
2: Um, Well, Lisa, I will go ahead and and kind of address that. Um, As you mentioned, this is a a grant with a three-year period for us to implement, basically, this program that we uh, were funded for. And the whole purpose of this uh, grant is to increase the supply as well as the distribution of those certified trained and certified sexual assault nurse examiners in the West, the 21 uh, county area of West Tennessee. And honestly, when we were writing this grant um, at that time, there were only six certified sanes in all of West Tennessee, and that just kind of really shows that we have a critical shortage of nurses who are properly trained to conduct exams when these type of uh, um, assaults occur and to collect the evidence while also giving those uh, survivors the emotional support and trauma-informed care that they need. So um, our whole purpose is to basically uh, increase the supply, the distribution, and help retain the sains in this area by paying for The education that they need through the international association of forensic nurses um, helping them get some acquired skills through a uh, skills labs held twice a year um, and also uh, supported by the international association of forensic nurses or iafn Um, we are also going to work with stakeholders in this area to, to build a sexual assault res- resource and response team. This will help us to better collaborate in this area, also to do um, maybe a better job in making sure we have the resources that are needed to take care of these uh, survivors, but also to support the saints and the work that they do. And then we will provide um, some education training for their current sayings. and then our overall aim is just to create an environment where once they're certified, these nurses feel like they are supported. They have, you know, resources they need to need to continue their education, but also to, you know, the resources to protect their own emotional um, or to provide their own emotional support.
0: Absolutely, because uh, and we can talk about that in a little bit as well but there must be, well, I know that there is quite a bit of uh, burnout in this area because of the, the types of cases that these nurses tend to be involved with and see. So who are the team members on the grant? If you wanna go through those and also who are the community partners that are part of the grant? We, uh, you mentioned community, the community partners as well.
2: Okay, well, I am so proud to to share, I'll continue with this part as well, to share that we have a very strong team composed of faculty and some staff from the College of Nursing, but as you mentioned, Andrea, who is our uh, who is our team member, who is a certified SANE, um, is our project director and our uh, principal investigator, and then I, uh, as you mentioned, am a co-investigator, and I'm going to focus on... Um, coordinating the community program option that we have, as well as building a clinical uh, liaison. So I'll help build those relationships with further clinical partners. Lisa, um, as you kind of alluded to earlier, if y'all didn't catch that, Lisa is one of our uh, uh, co-investigators and she is working uh, to coordinate our academic programs um, as they become available and then also serves as a clinical liaison. We also have Dr. Dr. Sally Humphreys, who is in our, uh, who's, who coordinates our pediatric nurse practitioner program. And she is also a co-investigator and serves as our pediatric adolescent um, expert. Um, Dr. Diana Dedman is also a co-investigator who serves as our uh, adult health expert. Um, our dean, Dr. Wendy Likes, serves as our advisor for women's health. Um, Tremeka Baldry, who is a um, Staff in our PhD program will serve as the grant evaluation advisor. And we will be adding a project coordinator, um, hopefully in the very near future. And I think your other part of your question was, who are our community partners? Well, within this grant, we partnered with West Tennessee Healthcare because they do service a lot of the rural counties um, in West Tennessee. Um, Whitefield Clinic, um, and then CVRCC, um, which is the, uh, you might have to help me here with this one.
0: Yeah, Crime Victims Rape Crisis Center. And yes, it's I in was Shelby- right,
2: the wrong. Yeah. And that one is in Shelby County, so.
0: Yeah, and the only reason I still, that I remembered that is I had to look it up today for some some other reason, <laughs> because I always forget. We just keep saying CVRCC and, right. and I forget yeah. too what CVRCC stands for, so. Um,
1: while well, it sounds like, um, a uh, pretty involved team with this grant and with same nurses. And again, this is not a uh, specialty in nursing that I am at all familiar with, so I'm real curious as to what role the sexual assault nurse has in uh, these types of cases.
3: Um, So um, a sexual assault nurse examiner is actually just a, it's a registered nurse. They have additional training um, and we perform forensic exams. We collect evidence, we educate and also counsel on any victim of a violent assault that could be um, sexual, um, any violent sexual assault. We also can um, testify in court as expert witnesses, which is good. Um, It also aids a lot in um, getting guilty pleas and um, prosecution of um, the um, alleged perpetrator. The um, same nurses actually came about um, slowly in the 1970s because the victims of sexual assault were coming to the emergency department and not getting high, um, high level care. So some nurses came together. Actually, the first same program was established here in Memphis. So um, came together and um, led nurses um, to be better and are better trained and to um, help victims after a sexual assault.
1: So same nurses normally are employed by uh, hospital emergency rooms. That's where you would find them. Most likely,
3: Um, it depends on the city you're in. Some are uh, some are employed in the emergency department. Um, In Memphis, we actually have um, uh, what what was described earlier is the um, Rape Crisis Center, the um, CVRCC, and that's actually a freestanding center here in Memphis. Um, I know Nashville also has a freestanding center, so each each city um, kind of sets it up differently. Okay. But the nurses um, collect the forensic evidence and give it to the police officers. They test and treat for potentially um, any prevention or um, any STDs that are present. Um, We can recommend HIV treatment, pregnancy prevention, and then um, follow up with law enforcement and also help these victims um, set up counseling.
0: Yeah, which is really, really, really important. Um, So there, when, uh, Cassandra mentioned where these nurses work and where the, um, and, and we're calling them survivors, hopefully the, the survivors that, uh, of the sexual assaults in, the, in Memphis and Shelby County, they go to CVRCC. But okay. so some out in the rural areas, they have no idea, a, a person who's assaulted out in the rural area, they would have no idea where to go. They would go probably to their hospital or they wouldn't even go anywhere. They would be maybe shamed or embarrassed or you know, not understand their full um, options potentially. And because th- this is a great need in uh, the rural areas as well. I mean, we don't have that many in Shelby County either <laughs> saying nurses, we need more here. But in the rural areas, that's one of the reasons we, we got this grant because we had special... Um, help me out Christy it's called yeah, a special a funding, preference.
2: A funding preference um, for the rural needs and and Lisa's right one of the big deterrents to uh, seeking care after a sexual assault is really not knowing what to expect
1: mm-hmm. also
2: you know uh, survivors are not uh, they got to shower you know or do anything that could um, maybe um, impair the evidence collection, and when you have to travel a great distance, that's, a, that's kind of a heavy burden for someone who's been through that experience to have to, have to bear, just in addition to what they, they have experienced. So um, part of the aim of this grant is, you know, we always think about this maybe in the emergency department, but, you know, we have many clinics, and sometimes it's nurse practitioner led clinics, often in these rural areas, that you know, are the only providers that are in close proximity for some people. And so the aim of this grant is to really kind of think outside the box and let's say, let's put these, uh, these certified trained nurses um, in these clinics in these areas. And so that the care can be uh, attained promptly um, you know, and the support that they need is you know, made more accessible to them.
0: Right and one of the clinics that we have is Whiteville Clinic, which is in a, a rural uh, county, Hardiman County in the state of Tennessee. This clinic will be one of our partners who hopefully if you know you know there are, are folks that need need to utilize it, um, that clinic will open up if it's two o'clock in the morning if and we will have um, hopefully can have um, a certified, sexual assault nurse examiner there, or at least remotely there to help assist in collecting evidence for someone that's in that area. Um, And I wanted to mention, though, that pediatrics, the pediatric patient in Shelby County goes to, would go to Le No. Okay. Andrea said no. So, Andrea, please say, because I guess I got that wrong.
3: Uh, adult and pediatrics all go to uh,
0: crime victims' red crisis. Okay, I don't know why I was
1: thinking that. So, so does law enforcement um, advise these survivors where to go? Because I'm thinking, even in Shelby County, it sounds like there is a place to go. But how would people know?
3: Yeah, so they mostly know from the police. You're right. So the police, you have to have a police escort to get um, to into CVRCC. So if you were to show up to the emergency department, the emergency department knows to contact the police. Um, and so then from there, you could go get your evidence collection at CVRCC. And that's for um, all the local hospitals. If you don't go to the ER and you just call the police, the police can, um, can yes, escort you to CVRCC. And that's for Shelby County. Yes, ma'am.
2: Yes. And, and for our rural areas here, again, I think West Tennessee Healthcare has seven um, emergency departments spread throughout the area. And um, they used to have a very same, a strong SANE program that we're helping them to, uh, I wouldn't say rebuild, but kind of replenish because there is such a high uh, turnover or maybe burnout rate when the SANE's are not supported. And I'm not saying that they didn't do that, but just sometimes in the work that they do. And so with West Tennessee Healthcare now having all of these um, these clinics and even emergency departments spread throughout the area. We are working with them to um, help get their nurses trained, as well as to provide them some needed uh, funds for needed equipment, mm-hmm. so that they actually have the equipment and other resources that they need um, to ensure, you know, that um, not only is the care provided, but the evidence is collected, maintained, and so forth as um, as it should be. Um, and so that's one of the reasons we partnered with them is to help them and they, to use these funds to um, get that access in these counties, but also the uh, equipment that they need.
0: So Andrea, since you're a certified um, SANE in, in the pediatric area, are you adolescent and pediatric, uh, both adolescent and pediatrics? I can't remember. Well,
3: um, I am a pediatric SANE.
0: Okay, so what are the certifications that a nurse can obtain as a SANE?
3: So you can either get um, a SANE A or a SANE P. So the SANE A is um, SANE Adult, and then the SANE P is uh, Pediatric SANE. So there's two two different routes you can go through the International Association of Forensic Nurses.
0: And so does the SANE Adult also cover adolescents? Yeah. That's okay. And what kind of uh, nursing qualifications does a nurse need in order to become a SANE?
3: So um, to be a SANE, you must have, um, you must be a registered nurse. um, And you also need to be a registered nurse for at least two years. Um, And then from there, you um, can um, take an online and and or a classroom course for about it depends on which course you take but it's approximately 40 hours um, for your for, di- for the didactic sane course and then you will set up um, clinical education and preceptorship and all that um, is outlined depending on um, the, which the adult versus the pediatric and then you can start practicing as a sane um, as a sane nurse Um, If you'd like to become a certified SANE nurse, once you um, reach a certain amount of hours, then you can actually take a um, board examination and be a certified um, adult SANE or pediatric SANE nurse.
2: And and we're going to use funds from this grant to cover that entire process for those participants, because also sometimes the time and the money that it takes to do this, you know, that, you know, this funds can sometimes be really tight. So this grant will support uh, registered nurses and advanced practice registered nurses, APRNs, to take either the same adult or same pediatric or both. Um, also, they will get those skills, as I mentioned in the skills lab that we will, we will um, kind of fund and um, can't think of the word I'm trying to get here, but we will host um, in our center, our simulation center on the um, Memphis campus, Um, we will also assist them with finding some preceptor response um, opportunities, help them, I mean, fund their costs to take the certification review course so that they feel ready to take those courses Mm -hmm. and then we'll actually cover um, the certification courses. And then for any SANE that's currently out there who recertifies during our three year grant period, we will also support them in helping them get some continuing education hours as well as, their cost of the certification exams or the recertification renewal process, I should say.
1: That's awesome. I am sure that there's lots of um, registered nurses who would be interested in this opportunity. So so I've heard you mention, um, all of you mentioned several times, um, forensic, the forensic nurse, and it sounds like this program is under um, a forensic... Tell me again, I, I lost the terminology uh, that the same program falls under what organization?
0: Well, the International Association of Forensic Nurses is one organization that nurses can be certified through and we're part we're partners with them. And that's the one. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. the there's there's also an academy of forensic nursing that we, we will also be working closely with for um, hopefully some other options for in the future. So, um, and so what was your question? I'm sorry. So,
1: so my question was, just because I've I kept hearing the term forensic. And of course, when you think of forensics, you're thinking of um, individuals who did not survive perhaps something or the collection of evidence. Um, so what's the difference between a forensic nurse and a SANE?
3: Um, so uh, forensic nurses are um, nurses who specialize in caring for patients who are victims of trauma, violence, and or abuse. Okay. Um, they know a lot about the criminal justice system. So they work a lot as expert witnesses in the courtroom. They can work with um, elder abuse, child abuse. Um, and then some forensic nurses can continue, continue getting more training and actually be, also become a sexual assault nurse examiner um, through more training. Most, um, forensic nurses though, um, need to have at least a master's degree. So, um, to be a SANE nurse, you can have an associate's degree or a bachelor's degree in nursing and be a registered nurse, but most forensic nurses have advanced degrees in nursing.
1: Okay. So part of my confusion, I'm in dentistry. So for forensic dentistry, we are always talking about the collection of evidence to identify, um, you know, maybe you've been a, a burn burn victim or something of that nature. So, um, so this all sounds just absolutely fascinating and such a great opportunity for individuals who are, for nurses who are looking to perhaps expand their, um, expand their practice into this area. And I can certainly see why, um, why a the same nurses would need a lot of support um, with the the patients that they're dealing with. So um, one other question, with this grant, what what are the goals in establishing um, the sexual assault resource and response team that was mentioned earlier?
2: Well, again, because, you know, 21 counties, that covers a lot of geographical territory. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think when we came up with this, sexual assault response teams are um, highly advocated for, uh, particularly HRSA made it a focus uh, of this grant. But we we see the value in forming that team because it will help us coordinate all the various stakeholders and, we you know, uh, work smarter, not harder, so to speak. So by coming together and maybe making... Uh, Making each other aware in these different counties of what resources are available, um, how we can support each other, maybe sharing best practice. Um, We we hope to include telehealth so that, you know, if there is someone in one county that needs assistance at an emergency room where there's not a SANE nurse working or on call, but there is in an adjacent county or even another county in this area, um, our aim is to, you know, again, partner, get these people stakeholders all together so we can partner and maybe they can telehealth and support each other because uh, you know the the the, um, long-term or the overall focus is what these survivors need and making sure they get the best care and that is a care that's provided by a certified sane so again we're just wanting to get everybody together see what resources we have and so we can better provide that patient care or that care to those survivors.
0: And um, saying you mentioned forensic nursing and the difference between a forensic nurse and a sexual assault nurse examiner, and Andrea did a great job of of explaining those differences. I don't know that people think about nursing and the the role that nurses uh, can play or contribute with forensic nursing when it comes to abuse cases, like not right. just child abuse but um, elder abuse. And that would be something, am I correct, Andrea, that it would fall under a forensic nurse, those kinds of things. And, and I'm assuming that those would be those expert, those are gonna be those experts who are needed in uh, potentially these, these courtrooms and in these cases uh, to testify um, uh, for these uh, survivors of, of abuse. Uh, Yes, mm
1: -hmm. I was I was thinking, you know, there's so many um, shows on television that that feature forensic, the collection of evidence and various things. And lots of um, lots of people watch those shows, especially when you're considering careers. So I just wanted to make sure that our listeners were, you know, kind of clear as to, you know, this is another area of, of nursing that I'm sure that many people aren't aware of and uh and may have some interest in but to be able to differentiate that person from you know dusting for fingerprints at the (laughs) at the crime scene you know television puts people in some interesting roles
0: sometimes so (laughs) (laughs) absolutely um so if 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 one of y'all want to say If I am interested in becoming for for this grant to fund me to be um, a sexual assault nurse examiner. What should I do.
2: Well, we actually uh, will have a web page for with more information about the uh, step up program um, that will be posted any minute now. And on that page, it will have just some basic information um, about our grant as well as our team members in that process. And it will outline the, uh, the requirements that Andrea just spoke about a few minutes ago. Um, and there will be an application there um, that, um, Those who are interested can complete that application and then send that application along with their most current CV or resume to our email. Um, And I can actually give the email if that's okay, Lisa.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Give that.
2: Okay, so we actually have an email for our grant team and it's stepup, S-T-E-P-U-P, at uthsc.edu so if you have trouble maybe uh, getting to the website because i just looked before we got on here and it's the link's not been posted yet but it will be shortly um you're more than welcome if there's anyone interested you're more than welcome to uh email us and we will get right back with you with that application information and then we will follow up with you from there
0: yeah so um i think maybe we didn't define so HERSA and and um, academia, we like all of these acronyms. And Step Up uh, actually stands for the Sane Training and Education through Partnerships for Underserved Populations. Um, so we're calling it um, the Step Up program. And so it's kind of we've been using it sort of interchangeably between Sane Training and. Uh, the name Step Up, so that's what we we're calling it for. Um, identify identifiable purposes for um, us and for HERSA and and for because you know we we like acronyms that that mean something. Um, well, that's anyway. pretty
2: clever. <laughs> Actually, Lisa came up with it. We we were trying to uh, when you when you write a grant, it does help if you have, you know, a name um, like a a catchy, like she said, acronym. And so we put our heads together, and Lisa came up with that. So we have her Uh actually to thank for for saying to step up. But you know, that's really what it is. It's to step up the care that we're providing, step up the training that's so desperately needed. Uh, And fortunately, we have the funds that we can step up and meet those needs. So it's it's very appropriate.
0: Very appropriate. It is. it is yes. We can step up and meet those needs. Absolutely. So, what other things do you? Any other details that you would like for the listeners to know? Any any other information that that um, we haven't shared today that maybe we can can get out there to those folks. It's okay if we don't, if we can't think of anything. I
3: don't think so. I just like to encourage everybody who has an interest to reach out and apply. We're, we would love to talk to anybody who would um, be interested in becoming a SANE nurse. We can help you through the process. You know, it's a much, needed, um, a much needed resource in all of Western Tennessee and the whole United States, really.
0: Definitely. And how many, I can't remember, do y'all remember off the top of your heads how many awards HRSA gave, seven, eight, nine, ten, and 10, and a lot of them went to other colleges and universities in this general area and in this state, so uh, we were looking those up the other day.
2: I, I think it's around maybe like in the teens that they awarded maybe 15 of. Uh, maybe around that 15 range. But you're right, a lot did go to other colleges of nursing um, simply because we've recognized this is not the first time this grant has been funded. Right. Um, And so, uh, you know, some schools were continuing their efforts. And that's something that we hope to do to sustain this um, for past this three year mark, or maybe with another grant. But you know, I think we've all recognized that there is such a need for this. And I would just want to add that if you are someone who has experienced sexual assault, um, there are nurses out there who who will care for you. So please don't, you know, please just don't hesitate uh, or be afraid to come forward. Um, You need care. And there are compassionate, caring nurses who will assist you in getting that care that you need.
0: Thank you so much for that, Christy. we' have been talking so much about and focusing on you know the nurse that uh, we weren't thinking or I, we weren't focusing so much on on the the survivor the survivors.
1: Like absolutely. and and I was going to uh, really echo those same sentiments as a uh, Lisa does not know this about me, but as a survivor, a sane nurse would have been awesome had I had I had that resource. So, um, so I too encourage anyone who, uh, who experiences this type of, uh, trauma to certainly seek care, the care that you need. And, uh, and it's, and it's just awesome to know that there are nurses, nurses with this specialized training, because, um, when you are in that circumstance, that, you need all the support you can get. You're not thinking clearly. You're, you don't know what to do. So, um, so I appreciate that there are that there are people that are addressing this need because it's certainly a need.
0: Well, and hopefully this grant will also get word out to the general public, help educate the general public that there are, uh, there is help, and there are. Um, there is this type of nurse who can help them through the process and can collect the evidence and, and proceed in the way that is best for that individual situation. Yeah. absolutely. So thank you all so much for being on today. Uh, again, our, our guests have been Dr. Andrea Sebastian and Dr. Christy Manasco. They are both faculty and practice faculty, um, Andrea is, at um Laboner. So we're we're all faculty at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center and uh, the grant recipients in the College of Nursing. And this has been another edition of Now That's Helpful, a podcast for health and healthy living. So again, thank you very much. Thank you.